Hi. Okay, we're started. What's good? And welcome to the first episode of the Lift Your Spirits podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jordan. And here we go. I think we should probably get into how we have the name for the podcast. Yes. So, we play d and I'm usually the DM. Jordan's one of the players. Yes. And uh, my wife, her brother, and one of our other friends from where we used to work, all in the party. And we're playing the Waterdeep Dragon's Heist. I believe that's the name of it. Yeah, that was it. Module. Which we didn't actually find that interesting. So we didn't finish it. But in the first or the beginning section of it, there's an, a scenario where you have to clear out a tavern that's haunted by a ghost. And the name of the ghost is Lith. Lith. And so after destroying the ghost, but then resurrecting him to be like a servant for the bar that they're now going to run, they're trying to come up with the name of the tavern. And my wife's brother decides to... He comes up with the name Lith your spirits which is i don't know we all it's, like a, it's like a it's like a pun yeah i mean it's lift so it's almost like a double pun because it's like spirits as in alcohol but then also he's a ghost and that's the name of the ghost. It, was, it, it was it was ingenious it yeah. was it was the greatest thing ever and it just was like off the cuff like he got it right away there was no thinking about it and so Ever since that, ever since he did that, we always reference it, and we've always come mm-hmm. up with some way to use that name because it's such a good name, and it's probably very unlikely that we're going to open a bar. <laughs> so when we're thinking of podcasts, you know, I mean, it's kind of a fun-sounding title and lift your spirits. Yeah, well, we're just here to have a good time anyway. Exactly. I mean, these are conversations we usually have in little bits all over mm-hmm. the time. So now we're just sitting down to have. We're just going. We're just putting them on record, you know. Basically, yeah. We like to argue about these things anyway, all the time. Yep. So uh, we were going to do this at the beginning, but we were really excited to get into this Superman Batman argument. And so uh, me and Jordan are probably just going to explain a little bit about what we think we're going to do with the podcast, where we're trying to take it, what things we're interested in talking about, so that people can kind of get a sense of what the topics on these are going to be going. Mm-hmm. No, we definitely should have probably did this at the beginning, we definitely but <laughs> but you know it's, it's our it's our podcast, so we can do whatever we want. Exactly. But so basically, what I would like to talk about in in our podcast is, I just like to do verse. I, I want to do versus battles as the main topics. That was that's that's the goal. You know, I want to put the craziest characters against each other. I want to do a Goku versus Superman fight because you know that's that's the fight that everybody knows, and that's that's been on YouTube. Yeah. Um, what Death Battle's done it four times now, <laughs> and Superman's won each time. But we're not gonna talk about that. I wanna, I wanna do, you know, I wanna do those type of things. I wanna just talk about some of the things that I, I enjoy, you know, games, anime, and I, I do, uh, you know, all types of comics. Mainly, Sp- Spider-Man is my favorite. Okay. You know, Spider-Man and Batman. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's those are the topics I wanna just cover on here. Yeah, I mean, I'm in a similar boat. I'm I'm less into anime than you. I have. Like the most basic '90s kids. Naruto. Of, yeah, Naruto. Dragon Ball Z. I watched One Punch. Uh, that's my anime extent. Mm-hmm. But I can, you know, I can appreciate it and get into it. I, uh, you know, every superhero thing that exists, I consume. I'm a bigger DC fan than Marvel, but you know, as far as comics and characters go, but clearly mm-hmm. the movies, Marvel is. 
Oh yeah, and that's that's also what I would like to talk about. I just want to like get on the subjects of, you know, talking about what's happening currently. You know, well, we could talk about Loki. We're well, not gonna talk about Loki yet because I didn't watch this newest episode. You watched the episode. <laughs> no, it's very good. but I keep hearing that, and so I'm, I'm just it's I'm just waiting crazy. for my girlfriend. You know, so we want to talk about the, you know the newest topics. You know, we're gonna see the movie soon. Um, so Black are Widow. You, are you leaving before Black Widow comes out? Black Widow comes out in July, right? I believe so. Like the end of July. I think yeah, actually, I think it comes out next week, July 9th, I think. Okay, so I'm sure you want to. Go I, yeah, I'm gonna go see it. So. You want to go see it with me and Molly? Yeah, I'll be down. We should do that. So we can see we can see that. Yeah. And what we'll we can. T- we'll get as many people. Yeah, and we'll t- we'll talk about it when we can. Uh, that's I, I really I I want to co- co- uh, cover nerd things. Yeah, I mean. Because nerd things is is. It's what's popular. Is, yeah, it's and it's also what we're into. Yeah. You know. But I don't want to just get sucked into exclusively that. Like, I mean, if we could talk about other topics yeah, when I mean, it if comes you're up. Just interested in something at the moment, like this is a good pl- place. This is a good medium to like talk about. It, you know what I mean? It's like how hmm. often do you get the attention of somebody else to just listen to like whatever random shit you're thinking of? Hey. So like, I've locked you into this. You got me too, though. So it's like you know, if you have some crazy thing you want to talk about, like let's do it. Just some to, random tangent. Yeah, you know, books, music, like whatever, movies. Because I mean, I'm into I'm into so many comic book stuff, but I'm into so much other weird stuff too. You know, it would be really cool. What about we, we de- uh, designate a part of the a part of the podcast as like a segment of creating our own fantasy world of like a crazy. Okay, well, so I'm I'm in the process of starting that right now, actually. Yeah, I just but started writing a book again. Another one. <laughs> well, so this one. We haven't been able to do D&D for a while, and yeah. I have all these D&D ideas. You know, I do a lot of world building. And so, I'm just going to do it, and then see I think, what comes out of it. I think it would be really cool, you know, not take specifically our D&D, our past D&D campaigns, but, you know, create your own story, mm-hmm. and then come to, like, some of us for a character, Yeah, and then you can base, not base us off that character or whatever but based our personality off of it so like you know some of the craziest stuff that i added to, to your series you know to oh, the yeah. <laughs> like like our our nba player that was in the one world <laughs> well, that's the best part about D for writing is i mean there's so much so many crazy things mm-hmm. like no matter how good of a writer you are there's no way you're coming up with what a group of five different yes. people are going to come up. Especially, yeah, especially since like that last story, that, that last campaign that we ran was like definitely yeah. the best one because we just got freedom to do whatever. We turned what should have been fights into fighting contests. <laughs> we we just assass- assassinated people, just skipping over fights in in general. Like it it was it was a good time. Yeah. Well, so I think that that campaign was probably your guys's favorite by far, and it was probably my least favorite to run by far because it's what well, it was so little. On my end, I didn't have to. I didn't think of anything. I barely planned, mm-hmm. and so like, you came out with like the uh, the main topics of it, and we and we just came up with all the details. The first session, I planned as far ahead as here's what's north, east, south, and west of you. Yes, and it was going to be the same villain at all three places or all four places. So when I, I literally did nothing because my idea was. I think I just wanted it to be like a light, easy one. Mm-hmm. It was. I mean, mm-hmm. I had so minimal prep. I just kind of flew, you know, just figured out as we went. And let you guys fill in almost all the details. And and just to give like listeners an idea of what was happening. So basically, the campaign starts off with goblins attacking a small little rural village, and that we all, live in. yeah, that we all lived in. And 
we just had to protect it. We end up taking in, just make it, make it, you know, long story short, we end up taking in one of the goblins. He became one of our friends. Our, our overall mission. Okay, so let's stop right there. Oh, okay. Specify. okay. Because amazing taking in a goblin as a friend, they made him sacrifice the only leg he, working leg he had to be allowed to be in the group. And he was basically like, Okay, t- technically, technically he was he our prisoner, but leg. he had one friend in and the group. Matthew was a very good friend of his. Everybody else wanted to sacrifice him every chance they could. His, his name was Hobbly because he only had one leg. That's basically uh, the most basic joke. But... And then, and then you know, our 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 end goal was to just get rid of goblins. You know, you know, they just... wanted to literally exterminate the race of goblins. Get them and destroy them all. But in order to do that, we needed more power. We needed, we needed to become higher up in the ranks. We needed to have our own kingdom and stuff. So we had to go fight, you know, all the other ranks of uh, kings. Yeah, kings that and, and yeah, nobility Basically, and just go through the them. Of the world. Yep, just so we can kill the goblins. In like eight seconds. <laughs> you know, that was it. Was fun. I mean, it was, it was fun. Silly. A lot, a lot of stuff that happened in it. Yeah, a lot of fun moments to look back on. But I think my next one I want to try to do in between what I usually do and that. I'm mm-hmm. going to give you guys a lot more freedom like I did in that one. But I still want to actually have like it's not going to be a, a course like well, you wanted to go through. Yeah. And to be a little bit more grounded. That one was. I it mean, was, was off the walls. Like <laughs> it was it was insane. We dropped airships. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we got to drop airships on kingdoms. If uh, you could vaguely explain how it would happen. I'd let you do it. <laughs> So, yeah, if, if we made it make sense in the world, then it could happen. Yeah, but so to an extent, like you know, the next one I'm gonna probably make a little bit more serious. It's not fun that way. It's actually even even if it is serious, <laughs> we still we still do convoluted things. Oh yeah, but oh, you guys have been lucky because so everyone but my brother who has played with us sometimes were new players when you guys started. Mm-hmm. And so we've still only maybe been playing for, what, a year and a half? Yeah, I would say that. And not extremely regularly, I mean. As often as point, possible, yeah, but, like, at least once. We, we would try to do it as, like, once a week, yeah, but it wasn't always like that. Like two times a month at best. Yeah. And so you guys were still very new players, but I feel like at this point, you guys have all hit the point, except for maybe Dom. Dom's still a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you guys... You guys have the complete knowledge. You understand the basics. You understand what you can and can't do, mm-hmm. and so except for me, because I always try to push that. Yeah, you try to push it, but you know what the you know what the rules are. Yeah. You understand the concept of the game. I'm thinking next time I DM it's going to be a, a tough one. It's not going to be difficulty turned up. Yeah, well, I'm taking the training wheels off. I mean, you're going to have to keep track of stuff better. We're going to, you know, things are going to be more realistic mm-hmm. in the sense that there's going to be real consequences. I mean, you guys. Don't even know how many times I've just decided that they didn't crit you, so you didn't. Yeah, because because we were all crying how we don't want to die. Yeah, well, that, and that's what I'm saying is that like, I was letting you guys do what you wanted and taking away the ability for you to die. Yeah. Next time, I think. That's except ex- except for your brother, he oh, died. Just, just, he, he died. He, he died in like every single one that we just played. Experienced enough that I wouldn't feel bad for killing him. But I'm saying is there's probably been a couple scenarios where everybody in the party could have died if. I wouldn't have pulled punches. So, would that have just been a game over, or would we have, like, started from, like, a different spot, like, with different characters? Yeah. How would you have... I've never had a TPK before. Uh, Well, I've never had one in a continuous campaign. I've had them in one-shots where Mm -hmm. the players have basically just gone off the rails at the end. 
but so I wouldn't I wouldn't actually know exactly what I do. But you would probably have to come up with new characters. Okay. Yeah, but that's that's the idea, right? Is I mean like or or we can come out with um, what did you say? Like when you're like negative like five or something, you 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 like when you come back, you have like a mortal wound, like a, a fatal wound to you that changes how your character plays. Well, like that would work if like most of you guys went down, but if everybody goes down and you fail your death saving throws like or even if you don't say fail your death saving throws because you stabilize but then if mm-hmm. no one comes to get you i mean you'll eventually die okay you got a point like, there is that is a thing in most campaigns that's kind of what keeps the craziness to a mid-level like i mm-hmm. don't want to take away all of the fun and crazy but also if i let it go too far but i don't want to say no all the time what i will say is if you do that you might die you go you know what i mean and if you know it's a possibility it changes the way plans are mm-hmm. developed and way actions are made what if we did like a D like on the podcast yeah i mean there's lots of podcasts that have actual play the only one that i know is is dungeon and daddies yeah i listen to <laughs> i listen to one which i don't actually want to tell you because uh i steal so much stuff from them <laughs> okay. oh so if i listen to it i know how this is going to play out well, i'll be ready no now if you listen to it you would go oh that's where he got all of that but, um, yeah, it's there's a lot of good ones out there. There's some that are exclusively just the crunchiest, like you hear every dice roll and you wait for them to mm-hmm. add up numbers. And then there's on the far end of that, you have the ones that are just like they're barely playing D and D. They're just telling a, an improv story. I would say that's how Dungeons and Daddies is. Dungeons and Daddies is basically uh, four dads are they're they're all four of their kids who's on the soccer team like their sons get like snatched up and taken to like the demon world or whatever so they gotta go save them mm-hmm. and it's like one of the dads is actually like a woman so she's playing a dad it's, it's, it's the silliest thing because she's like i talk like this i'm nonchalant and and like they all have like crazy personalities they follow it through but they more or less tell their own story and then there's just dice rolls mm-hmm. in between like oh can i do this well, if you get a five, then you can't. Oh, you got a four, so you can't do that. Some, 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 some stuff like that. But it's a, it's a crazy story. Like stuff that's happening in there is so they're wild. Using, they're using the vague mechanics of D anD D to mm-hmm. tell an improv story. Mm-hmm. Like the one I listen to is the I feel like is the best one with a sweet spot to it, where they they cut out you don't you don't hear, you know, all the bickering and all that. It streamlines it. He doesn't. Yeah. He cut the DM doesn't make them do certain things that would drag the story, but. They're still playing D&D. Mm. Like, the last episode I was listening to, uh, they're chasing these two people, and the two people split up, and they turn out to be the big, bad, evil guys. They're way higher level than what these guys need to encounter them at, and they split the party. Nice. And so, the two guys who went the one way ended up with the strongest of the two, and they are rolling dog shit. This man rolled, <laughs> like, 24s in a row, and just, oh. I mean, they... the. If I would have been running the party, the one character would have died. The, the scenario, he was he was letting him get off easily. Mm-hmm. He would have went down if it would have been me. But, um, and so like, you know, that's like a scenario where it's like, they have, he has an overarching story and I think they probably know vaguely what they need to be doing. Like they're not trying to take right. off the rails. Right. They're staying on the story. But at the end of the day, if you roll shit, you're, you're like... Story beats. That's that's how we that's how we've been playing. We've been doing story beats, and whatever happens in the middle happens. Yeah, the last campaign with them had a really interesting thing where that character, one of the characters, died 
for real and I had to reincarnate him. He was, um, I'm going to say this and everyone who he knows this podcast would know it. Uh, so he was a dwarf or was a human mm-hmm. raised by dwarfs. And so he believed himself to be a dwarf. Like he acted as if he was a dwarf. So he was all about how like thick he was. Like he was like, a real oh muscular guy. And that was like a big, that was like a big, uh, part of his character was that he was a big muscular guy and that uh when he got reincarnated he was a half elf so he was a lot thinner he could barely grow a beard and it was it was like it messed with him when you go meet people he's like wow did you lose weight and he was like no i'm actually bigger than i used to be it was it was very funny but you know like i don't know they're very good but yeah so i I'm, I'm imagining it's going to be a while before we get back into D&D mm-hmm. regularly, which is why I'm going to write this. I have this world in my head, and I'm going to write it out, and if I can find a story in there, I might write a book about it. So. Well, we can we can make that a segment. You could just ask me questions on what I think about different okay. aspects of your, of your story, and I can tell you what I think, and then we can just go from there. If we wanted to tie this more to the comic book theme, I have an entire superhero world that I have been working on since I was about... 17. Is it big? I have quite a few characters. You have backstories for all your characters? For most of them. Let me, let me give you my... Um, Protagonist. Main, the, main... The, the big one. The guy, the main guy that I have. Omni-Man. So, uh, he is, in my opinion, a very, very unique and good, like, powerful character. Wait, wait, so, wait. Let me, let me, let me see if I can, like, try to figure this out. Okay, guess his power. Oh, well. I want to guess his character type. Okay. Damian Wayne. Nope. Okay, I give up. You can go down. Okay. So, uh, I don't know. I don't actually don't have backstories from those. I'm like how they got their powers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, his abilities are he can control, not only control gravity, but control a force similar. Why did I know you was going to say gravity? Oh, it's so much gravity. Oh, I should, I should have just said that. So, he can negate regular like the actual force of gravity okay so if he decides to affect this laptop he makes earth's gravity stop applying to the laptop okay and now he applies his own similar to gravity force on it okay so the the laptop will hover to him or so what he does is let's say the laptop is the item that the gravity is applying to Mm -hmm. he can decide that its point of gravity that's being pulled to is anywhere at all. Okay. So if you put it in the sky, the laptop would fall upwards. Okay, okay. Therefore, flying. I was just about to say, so would he be able to apply that to himself himself. versus Earth and make himself fly that way? So I I think I gave him the limits of of being able to manipulate two items at once, two things at once, while still maintaining he has um, about an inch inch depth field of gravity pushing away from his body at all times mm-hmm. which is how he doesn't get destroyed when somebody super strong punches him in the face so it it blunts most of the attacks that hit him so if he would have to go for three things he would that would stop existing he would have to drop that but so he'll become like a glass cannon because now he'll be able to use three things but have no, no you know defenses and so like he can use it to fly he can use it you know, he can lift things, stop things. He can use it on people to make them very slow. Okay. You know, if he needs to move a car, he can make the gravity on the car extremely light and he can just lift it. If he needs to hit somebody really hard, he can, you know, make the gravity in his fist extremely heavy. Heavy and, towards that. And then 
does he does he need to touch whatever the gravity is, or he just you know needs just, to like he just focuses on the item. Okay. Decide it. But what really makes him useful, and I really love this idea, is that he could use he can shoot perfectly because he makes the gravity of the bullet. Right. Yeah. He can okay. throw bullets. He can throw them around. Any 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 projectile item, he could basically throw so, it that way, and it can go backwards and hit somebody in the head. Is he? he can make the pool the center of your head, and that thing is gonna get there. So now the question is, could he? So could he do that to like another person? So let's say he wants the gravity to, of of his hand to be stronger to from their eye or something, so he could pull their eye out. Oh, that's disgusting. Or that's make disgusting. Their heart extremely heavy. That's broken. Down their... I feel. I feel like okay. Well, now, well, now because that's, when you when you have power like that is broken, you need to make the character limited by their morals. So what's his morals like? I mean, he's not not gonna kill somebody. I'll tell you that. But is he gonna drop dead? Like make them drop dead instantly in a fight? No, I mean he's not gonna go after every single person like that. Okay. He's um, I think the character's name is uh the punk, and he dresses like the like, punk. Like. You know, like the tore up uh, denim vests and the patches and all that kind of stuff. With the is it is it gonna be like the the motorcycle? Spikes. Okay. Yeah, and he he, so his original costume he has, uh, like just a ski mask, mm-hmm. gray uh, shirt, jeans, uh, the loose boots. You know, I mean, just like a real kind of you know over the top like '90s punk design. Mm-hmm. And so then when he ends up getting the better suit, he keeps the vest and the boots instead of going with like the full you know super suit. It's a pretty interesting design. I like it a lot. It was one of... I literally drew the character before I knew anything else about him. But so, I mean, I have... That's like my favorite one out of all of them. There's quite a few that I have come up with. Over the years, from all the different games I've played, I have created like my own... Like, I've created my own characters in my and like just in my head. Mm-hmm. But I will always take reference from like different things that I've seen. So like the, mo- the one that I use the most is... I there's no name for the character because usually I just call him Jordan, <laughs> but uh, basically he has shout he has shadow powers and and I just call it like shadow matter because it's not just specifically shadow mm-hmm. powers like so he could uh make shadow material come out of any shadow that he wants okay. so let's say the this, uh, the shadow of the chair if if there's somebody by the chair I want to attack them I can make spikes come up from that right. so uh, that was his main that's his main ability and then I've I've been like. Adding on different like powers between like let's say I'll give him shadow and fire power so now I can create like gray flames and create flames out of the uh, the shadow type stuff or ice like that and basically his his initial design is that he, he just you know he's in regular clothes and then that he'll he can put like a shadow coating on himself as like defensive material or whatever and then like if if he wants to go like power up and actually be a fighter. Uh, you know the Ebony Warrior. You know how the Ebony Warrior's mask is. That's that's how his mask looks. Okay. okay. And so I w- I would just picture him as in like a, like a ninja suit, but with that mask and like with like a red scarf. That w- that was that w- that would be his main hero anti hero design because I I don't associate him as being a straight up hero. Uh, I would make that be I, I for some reason I always call it the Shadow Knight even though it's a it's a ninja, yeah. but and his main move would, would be like the Scorpion get over here. So he'll be able to create like a shadow. shadow mm-hmm. That was one of the things I created. I've I've made the character uh very distant and like uh he's always to himself, but he will fight for like like he fights for good, but he he kills. Like like it's like Brutal. if he gets if he gets into a fight, he's serious. Like like this like, man is here to kill. Yeah, you're gonna die if I'm 
player. Yes, so that's that's how I've made that character. But I haven't like thought too much of it, and I and I wanted to actually draw it out because I thought it'd be really cool. But I also thought it was copyright because, whatever, <laughs> like plagiarism because I using I'm using the Ebony Warrior, not the Ebony Warrior. I, I meant the um, Nightingale armor. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Okay. Nightingale yeah, armor. I get, I get that idea. The, the Nightingale, you know, head shroud. Change it a little bit. I have a I have a very similar character to that in this universe as well. His name is the Spook. The spook. He's a ghost. So he possesses bodies. Mm -hmm. He usually tries to possess dead bodies. And then so when he possesses you, he gets whatever physical attributes the body he possesses has. But he also has this suit, which is very similar, like almost like a shadow symbiote type thing Mm -hmm. that covers it, that has its own abilities on top of that. And so he can... The suit is semi-sentient so he can actually the suit can go do something and hold a shape okay okay he could be in a physical body doing something else and he can also just be the spirit can be in the suit by itself but he usually tries to keep a body to make himself mm-hmm. more useful but he's all magic so he has you know like i don't have exact abilities that the suit has and that he has in my mind right now i have them all written down but he was, he's another one and his design is like actually have it drawn out but he's um imagine um like perfectly circular eyes okay a purplish black with a with a pale yellow eyes and then it's all just a like a solid smooth bodysuit with a cape basically one of my actually one of my favorite character designs that i've done for my character i'll always create the villains I wouldn't work, to, I wouldn't make too much. But I always made one villain that was that would just be the exact opposite. Of him. So it's a he's a light based character. He has light powers. Uh, I would I would create his his design is basically like I don't even know what a, what a actual good, the good design is. But once once he's like powered up, he's just enshrined in light, and his attacks are like I I'll call him Light of Ruin. I would call it like some kind of destruction name with with light in it. I call it that character Silvati. I don't even know where the name came from, but it sounds cool. So that that would be my main like antagonist of of my main character. I like that idea of like a, a villain being light based. Yes, and then the complete opposite of him. I made his strongest move. I would just call it like black hole, and basically he's able to create a super dense shadow material ball. Mm-hmm. He'll he'll throw it at whoever he needs to throw it at, and then I would just make him say expand and like you know. Basically, a black hole would, would implode and it would destroy whatever's in that that space that he's. I think I, I, I like I, I, very, I like hold that character like super high. So whenever I would make like a companion character from, I was like, well, now you gotta have like some somewhat similar powers or you're not cool. Right. So I would have like this way where he could transfer a portion of his power and it would be like a corrupted version of it. Mm-hmm. So whoever his companion is would have similar abilities to him but they'll be like corrupted by him so it would it wouldn't make them it wouldn't make them they wouldn't follow their same their original same morals they, they would be like a little fucked up mm-hmm. because because that's the only way to transfer the power and and i would make I, I made the the shadow ability like in like innately or naturally like evil or chaotic you know yeah. in the start i haven't thought too much of this but because i've always been wanting i've been wanting to but i was like i don't got time for that I don't want to write off the character, I don't know. but it, but it, it, 
Wouldn't it's cool, yeah. I've made I've made a few different characters, but they're all based off of like different things that I've liked over over time. Like you finished have you seen Naruto Shibuya yet? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know how Naruto gets that like that golden form? Mm-hmm. I was like, well what, well what about we give somebody that golden form, but let's make it blue and let's make it water instead. Like okay. let's say that he doesn't have the fox. Let's say he has the Leviathan. I was like, well, well now I'm just gonna completely erase the Naruto and just make my own version of it of the same like it's basically Naruto, but he's blue and with water powers <laughs> so i had uh, around the same time when i was watching naruto shippuden when i was making these real when i was really drawing out the designs and stuff mm-hmm. and so for the the gravity powered one i had this idea that if he pulled gravity as densely and heavily as possible like Madara. into his hand oh, okay he could almost make like a like a black hole rasengan okay and so he can't throw it because he has to be focused in his hand, but anything that it touches would just be just destroyed, destroyed. Like black mattered out, right? So it's that cool concept of, you know, before mm-hmm. uh, they throw the Rasengan, of like, it's an extremely powerful attack, but you have to be so close to somebody to use it, right? So then I was thinking, how could he use this? When I was building up other characters, I had a guy who had the powers of teleportation. Mm-hmm. So he could only teleport things that he was touching. So would he touch the black hole? No, so he would touch touch him and then teleport him to where it was and then fuck out of there. So that you could like pop up and and, and use it. I think he also had the ability of... uh, He could teleport to places he could see and he had a poppy dimension. Mm -hmm. His whole thing was that... uh, he just always had weapons. He would just pull out anything he needed, which was like a, a really useful character. Like if you had to like go in somewhere where there was high security, you could walk in with nothing and then just have whatever you want. Another thing that I added on, uh, as 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 you can tell, I'm just going to keep talking about the same character, okay. but some of these abilities I, I would apply to the other people that I've, I've made up. But uh, I don't know which shows I've seen, but some, one of the shows had like field abilities. So I, I can make... I can make him be able to control a space. So his ability would be, it would be, I would call it just a, a shadow dimension. Okay. So basically he can turn a, a certain radius into like a grayish looking area. Like oh, it's kind of like, um, Dr. Strange's in the movie, the mirror dimension. Yeah. Something like that. It would but, take it, over a but it would still be the same. So like all this would still be the same, but now it's like with a gray tone to it, you know? Yes. And with, with this ability, now he can just create shadows from anywhere. So those spikes that needed to be on the ground or behind something can be created out of thin air and just attack from anywhere. As long as you're within as long as you're, Yes, as long as you're in that space. I had that, and then I had this final one, which I called it like the dis- like shadow distortion, where it was a very small space, but it was very like his strongest move. Where let's say somebody's like coming in for like a close range attack, or like let somebody let's say somebody's trying to shoot him with the gun, but at close range, mm-hmm. he'll activate this small little radius. And in it, everything that's that's not a shadow matter or, or a shadow like ability mm-hmm. would move at a very slow rate because now we're using like a different dimensions. And so then he could like move around. Yeah. So he, yeah, but he can, yeah he can move at a regular speed. The radius would follow him. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. I, but I haven't been able to apply this in like actual fights or anything. I haven't I haven't created enough villains to to fight this because because you because the, the villain that I made for him is way stronger than him he, he needs to get to that level and then the other characters are just supporting characters yeah. 
now 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 that I'm talking about this on the podcast, I, I actually want to work this okay, out. Right. I wanted to do um for the longest time I wanted to do a superhero D and I know they have some already made. That I was doing the stupid thing of trying to make up my own thing. You know how mm-hmm. absolutely difficult that is. But I think that would be a fun one to do. That would be a fun one. Superhero, you know what I, mean? I can bring you my know. superhero to life. Yeah. And then you can't say anything because these are all my powers I'm playing. <laughs> well, I'm sure that they would have specified mm-hmm. rules. But. Yeah. So that's. Those are my characters. I've made I've made it one more. I've made like. I, I, I made like the. The. Uh, it's like I don't know, what it, but it's like the like the big brother complex. So I made that my character would find this like little orphan girl. Like, I mean, let's say she's like seven or whatever, mm-hmm. and so he would he would like watch over her and like train her up. And she had like not lightning powers per se, but like quantum energy as her main power. Mm-hmm. And so she was able to manipulate quantum energy, and she, and she would just, you know, she would do the regular energy bath or whatever. And she was able to encase herself in that energy, and it would just, it would just look like lightning. And she's able to create one in that state. She can create like energy weapons, and her, and this is like a little seven-year-old girl. So just picture a little seven-year-old girl covered in energy, and her main two weapons are dual wielding axes. All right. <laughs> Different. <Not un-terrifying. laughs> so that that was that would be usually who I would make as this, like. As his companion, yeah. and then I will make other, you know, other small side characters that didn't matter as much. And then I will copy abilities from Naruto, like the Nine Tail Cloak, yeah. the Red Fur. I will copy that. I will copy Kaioken from Dragon Ball. At one point, I did create a Super Sans. Like every, every before I created these guys, everybody that I knew at the time, I was like, they're, they're, okay, they're gonna be in my world, and we're all just gonna have Super Sans powers. Yeah. But I got scrapped that because that's too much copyright. Yeah. Literally just pulling it. <laughs> I had a character. I can't remember his name. Was some kind of ghost name, right? Mm-hmm. Some form of a ghost. They're basically all taken. Casper. No, you know, like the fan. I think I think we'll call him Casper. So, his powers come from an artifact passed down through the family. Okay. It comes from this one suit of armor. Each piece of the suit of armor has its own specific powers, right? Okay. And so, the guy who originally wore it when he died, all of split into the armor his soul and that's how it imbued the, the armor with the power mm-hmm. that he originally had so this one has almost all ghost-like powers so he can turn invisible phase through walls fly that's I think cool. I gave him some kind of energy blast and so when he wears the armor it like the guy's spirit that's trapped in there mm-hmm. has some influence over him but so certain people it affects heavily and certain people it almost doesn't affect at all He's one of those people thinking he's like a descendant of the guy. So like they're keeping it. But if it's okay. in the wrong person's hands, yada, yada, yada. And so when somebody else is near with the armor, with another piece of armor, the influence heightens because the guy wants all of the pieces, all the pieces. To be worn together because then he takes them over. So. Oh, right. was not very, was not expecting that part. But nobody. Yeah. Yeah. That. But so. And that would be a crazy if you're wearing more than one piece then he has more influence over you so it almost makes villains automatically for you because like the other person has it for some reason you yeah. want to kick that guy's ass that's that's a that's a good story right almost. there and, they're all and then and then that huge plot twist where he takes over at the end person. and then so like the the chest plate 
gave you basically like super invulnerability. If if this was a movie, that's how the movie went. And once he once he takes over, yeah. that's how the movie just closes out. That'd be a crazy cliffhanger. You know, like one uh, the boots would have like speed abilities, mental mm-hmm. abilities for the helmet. That's cool. But you, you get the the concept of it. Mm-hmm. And then I drew him. He was a kind of a cool concept too, where like each person who wore it added like their own aspect to the costume mm-hmm. more or less so like it's like different ages of stuff and it all started with like this weird old school helmet that it that, it, that every they all wear and the gauntlet is like you know it's like almost like a medieval knight's like gauntlet with this big gem in it and it causes like his veins to stick out <laughs> on the arm that he's using because it's like you know taxing on and, and this is this character in the same world as everybody else yeah, yeah. man that would be wild because I, I, I liked the idea of just having drastically different... Like, I, I'm pretty sure, like, that punk character, he would not be magic-based. He would be some kind of a mm-hmm. alien or science powers. That was, that was one thing that I, I... As I got older, thinking about these characters, I need first I need to create an orange story. And I can tell you right now that there's probably 25 to, like, 50 yeah. <laughs> different origin stories for, my same, for the same character. Yeah, yeah. So, like, how could you... Cause, cause each time I, I will create, I was like, okay, well, this is a good story. But then, as I as I came up with more ideas for how the story would progress, I was like, well, I, I gotta reset this because it doesn't make any sense anymore. So, oh, I lost my train of thought. Oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought. No, but I mean, there's just so much. Yeah. So much fun stuff you can do. Yeah. That kind of thing. All right. Well, I feel like we've probably talked for almost yeah, two hours. Yeah. We got sidetracked really hard. Yeah, this well, is this is supposed to end. <laughs> this is the concept of the podcast, guys. Do you want to listen to two guys ramble about nerd shit for up to two hours, probably? If so, this is what you're looking for. All right. Um, I think we're going to close it out. Mm-hmm. Anything else you got to say? Nope. This was a good talk. Okay. I enjoyed everything. Hopefully, um, when we release this, we'll have more than one episode. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye.